0: Welcome to LCF Unfiltered. I'm your host Ro, an LCF women's wear alumni with a passion for change. As a person of color in the fashion and creative industry, I have seen and experienced firsthand how we are often overlooked, misunderstood and mistreated. We see a lack of diversity in high positions within the industry. Racism is a widespread social problem. However, the structure of the fashion industry makes it harder to raise issues around representation racism and inclusivity. Because of this we have to put our best foot forward and let our strongest voices be heard and this is exactly what LCF Unfiltered is all about. It's the opportunity to build a safe space for POC creatives without judgment or expectation and to give a platform to each of these voices whilst highlighting the talent and skill that is often undervalued. With the possibility of hearing from the few influential names we look up to in the industry, we as a community can learn, educate, and understand together. This is not a podcast to cancel or to exclude anyone, instead, it's a chance for us to demand change. Welcome back to LCF Unfiltered, the show that spotlights, supports and encourages POC creatives to be unapologetically themselves, whilst addressing those sensitive topics we face and demanding change within the fashion industry. I'm your host, Ro, and today we're going to be talking about racial injustice in fashion with Tanisha Zakra, whose work looks at institutional and systematic racism. Um, so hi, Tanisha. Thank you for joining me today. Hi. <laughs> Thanks um, for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. Um, I've been so intrigued to have this conversation with you, like you don't understand. Oh. <laughs> but it's definitely a long time coming. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so for people that don't know you, would you mind introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about your work? Yeah, sure. So I'm
1: Tanisha. Um originally from Southampton, so in Hampshire. Um, my work is... based on black culture and racism and how to deal and talk about and raise awareness for these issues that are still going on in society today okay cool
0: so has you know a creative path and fashion always been the
1: path for you or is it something that you just slowly fell into um no definitely so I've always for as long as I can remember I've been into fashion and wanting to do fashion design but Doing my work based on being black has only just come off recent years.
0: Okay. So how do you feel about racism in the industry? Has it have, have like ever affected you
1: personally? Um, Definitely. So when I was younger, I did a bit of modelling. Yeah. Um, and that was just awful. And that was probably, I think, 2015. And when they were getting me ready for my shoot, they didn't know how to do my hair. And my makeup was about 10 shades lighter than my skin. Oh no. And it was just awful. It was just a whole fiasco. My mum just had to redo my hair and I did my makeup in the end. It was horrible.
0: Yeah, I can imagine, you know, as well, being young, going through that, it's very, like, yeah. you know, can't imagine that to be something that you don't think about every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> <right? laughs> <laughs> um so do you think there is like a strong sense of celebration for POC and talents like throughout the creative industry or
1: um I do no, know I wouldn't say there is but we are getting more recognition yeah. I think the industry has completely made out to be that Black people is in the industry is something so contemporary and new, and it really isn't. There've, there's been so many Black people before us that were fashion designers, they were models, they were seamstresses, and that part of our history has just been completely wiped out. So I think there are some things that are starting to get recognition, but there's still a long way to go.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that is something that we see a lot, like there's a lot of forgotten history for us um I know it's things that unfortunately we don't get taught at university and we don't get taught at schools and it's like yeah. us to find out but then at the same time it seems like it's also up to us to then have to educate yeah definitely. The so, yeah definitely <laughs> you can't really win in this situation um, yeah. as a black woman how have you personally found studying and working in the fashion industry
1: Personally, I haven't had any bad experiences, but I do find it is quite hard when you're working with being black and trying to educate other people. It's very controversial and you don't want to come off as being too black or too pro-black because then there's all of this backlash from acting like that. So it's, it's hard to find a balance and be neutral.
0: Yeah, it's so somewhat like doesn't matter what you put out there. There's always someone that's going to find a flaw in it, and you won't be a Yeah, for that certain element of yourself that you've you know chosen to share with the world, which in reality is insane because it's just who you are. Yeah, definitely. It's just it's the whole thing's a nightmare. But <laughs> yeah, I suppose you just find you know the people you connect with and hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, how did you get into activism um and why is it so
1: important for you to help in the way that you do? Um well, I started off with my foundation year. I think this was two thousand and nineteen. I did my project, my final year project on lynching and um jim crow and i when we did our seminars, so we had our group tutorials of where we went through our work with everyone, and we um when I was presenting my work so many people didn't know all of these things Mm -hmm. so it was really nice to see that I was educating people at the same time and then after the whole George Floyd thing I had started putting things out on my socials and I was getting really positive feedback from it and so many people were coming back to me saying how much I was teaching them and how much they've learned so that was really positive and it just inspired me to just keep going
0: yeah, did you find that really hard though? Or see when we think um, after, when that will happen, there was a lot going on, not just yeah, you know, yeah, there was a lot. So
1: <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine. It was very hard. Yeah, it was very hard, and some mixed reactions. Um, more from the black community than white people trying to put you down um just black people not wanting to see certain things because it was quite traumatic for them which is understandable but then at the same time these things aren't getting spoken about or seen or so there needs to be something that's just brutally honest yeah. and I just wanted to be that person
0: yeah no definitely I think it's amazing what you're doing and it's so important to have more people like you um so I think you all. You're welcome. I think your latest collection was heavily based on institutional racism within the u k police force. Um, yeah. I mean, this is obviously such a sensitive topic, but how did you
1: find getting through this work
0: and how did your tutors and peers react to it?
1: um well, I got a lot of positive um feedback from tutors and peers, but one controversial thing I did get was when I went to I went to my local police uniform office because I wanted to use the old uniforms to upcycle within my collection so when I was explaining it to the heads of the uniforms department he didn't want to speak on anything to do with racism and obviously police brutality in the UK which if I was a journalist like I'd understand but I'm just like a uni student doing a project so I didn't didn't really understand like why it was such a don't talk about it. Like I don't talk about that. um He was very helpful though. He was very informative for my project and uniform-wise. But just that is like part of the problem of not wanting to speak about it or acknowledge that it is happening.
0: Yeah. Did you manage to talk to any police officers about their opinions on race and
1: this topic? No. I I wasn't allowed to. I they they told me I couldn't. So.
0: Yeah see it's a shame because where it is such a sensitive topic it would be so good to have like honest and real opinions from yeah you know because it's one of those things where it's very very easy for us to make up our own decisions and have our own opinions and we hear stories and we see the facts that are there but like with everything there are still like good people behind it that aren't involved obviously there's a lot that are heavily involved in this but it would be good to you know like hear their opinions and yeah definitely you see it from the inside so it's just a shame that they've made it such a taboo that no one wants to talk about it or yeah like they're doing more damage by refusing to talk about it yeah definitely it's, it's just a shame I think especially with like the younger generations that you know are becoming more observant and like more understanding and thoughtful when it comes to people and issues like this that it's somewhat an industry that people will start to grow up and want to avoid getting roles in because of how they're perceived so it's just a shame that there aren't more people that do want to talk about it and get involved in stuff like this yeah definitely um so when it comes to inspiration for your work, where do you find that? Do you other designers and artists play any
1: role in this for you or is it just um so obviously whatever story or dialogue I'm working with, that's obviously a big inspiration for my work. But um people like Patrick Kelly and Pierre Moss, they are my biggest inspirations. Um, Patrick Kelly reclaiming blackface obviously um for his whole brand and he was doing that in the 80s so that's really inspiring um and then Pierre Moss's um 2016 collection where he did his whole collection on police brutality and nearly ended up ruining his whole brand over it and then now he's come so far and his first couture show, he did it based on black inventors. And I just thought that was so powerful and so amazing. So yeah, they're definitely my biggest inspirations.
0: Yeah, I mean, two amazing people to definitely be inspired by. Um, so what do you think are the biggest factors that you know we face in the like in the industry, um, especially when it's one that's striving to be anti-racist, diverse, and inclusive?
1: I would have to say. Education, I think, not being educated or refusing to acknowledge the role Black people have played in building this entire industry Mm. is one of the biggest factors, as well as just like using Black people as a token to appear diverse to the public when we all know, like, behind the scenes, the same diverse and inclusion is not being reciprocated. No, yeah, that's completely understandable. I can, I yeah, definitely agree with you on that. (laughs) Uh,
0: So, I I would love to know, you know, what you feel has been some of your highlights so far, whilst you know, studying in fashion, um, on even what you're maybe looking forward
1: to whilst during your second year. Um, just getting some recognition for my work and my activism work, um, have definitely been my high points. Um for second year I'm just looking forward to explore more topics and spread more awareness for these things that have happened through history that aren't getting told.
0: Yeah okay cool that's great to know and the other side of things has there been anything that you've had to you know deal with that has been quite low and how have you managed to get through it as I know a lot of students personally have to deal with like the like the room of silence so I don't know if you heard like that saying before but it's when you present your topic to you know your class or your peers and everyone looks at you blankly because they find that they can't relate or they would just rather not say anything so you just
1: sit oh yeah definitely yeah 100% I do get um positive feedback from my peers but then there are when tutors are asking for people to give feedback to other people and no one's just saying anything and you're thinking right okay so either I'm doing something good or you just don't want to talk about such a controversial topic so yeah definitely. How do you like deal
0: with that because obviously I know for some people that could be really like detrimental where you then do go into a little bit of a panic like how do you just push that aside and just focus on what you're
1: doing? I think probably just, I do just push it to the side and I just carry on with what I'm doing because I know in the long run, once my project's over and then I start to share those things with through social media, I know that it is going to have an impact on someone somehow. So I am able to overlook those things. Um, obviously, it is sad because not everyone can do that, but something definitely needs to change. Yeah, no definitely do you think
0: um, it's so important or not even that like, or is it something to you that's important to have like a strong knit group of peers around you while studying to you know get good insights? when it comes to you know your work and stuff like that
1: yeah of course I absolutely love having different people's opinions from whatever background they're from whether they're white Asian um I just like even if it's something I don't agree with I do love hearing other people's opinions and then having that conversation with them as to why they think like this and why they believe it's right to think like this No, yeah, it makes
0: sense. It's always good to get that diverse opinion around, you know, what you're doing. I think we—it's very easy for us to, you know, start a project, you know, get so lost in the project that we do only see things from our like point of view sometimes, or you know, you know, the way that we're going with design. It's like, okay, but I've planned it to be this way and this way. (laughs) It's so easy to forget that. Or actually, maybe I should just step back from it and see what other people think and how I can develop it from this and just take it further so yeah I definitely agree with you that's so important to have you know these people around you so it's good to hear that's what you're doing um so as we mentioned before you're currently studying so what do you think from an educational standpoint when it comes to making things more
1: diverse and inclusive for people like us uh yeah um I think more in-depth topics obviously A lot of my projects that I do, I am teaching myself because the things that the uni are trying to teach me are things that I've already pre-taught myself on, on my own history and on my own culture. So I just think they need to broaden the horizon a bit and be more open to not just focus on traditional or just things that are spoken about quite a lot like um for example the Black Panther movement like every every Black person knows about the Black Panther movement um and when you're having lectures and they're just telling you this stuff in depth and you already know all about it or they get one little thing wrong and then you're sat there just like oh (laughs) for the rest of the lecture. Yeah, the <laughs> so frustration. <I>, yeah. <laughs> so I definitely think they need to be more broad with what they're teaching. Um, because there's so much more than just the civil rights movements and things like that. Yeah, no, I think it is one of those things that
0: we of course there's a lot of people that don't know like our history and you know they don't know the ins and outs of our culture but it would be good especially from the fashion standpoint to you know find out things that we don't know and there is so much we know with most fashion universities when you look at LCF or CSM they have such big libraries full of history so I mean the knowledge is definitely there it just needs to be shared to us a little bit more um I don't know uh, you know it's like something where we need like small inside groups you know amongst students where we can have like these small sessions with people that want to learn obviously there'll be some people that have no interest and I know you know you've got to make history and fashion something that appeals to everyone which is harder when there's so much that we're not getting yeah yeah so it's one of those things it's like do we have to then take things a step on board as students to make our own little groups to learn these things or is there a way that unis can introduce smaller classes or online lectures or something like that where we could learn these other things yeah yeah because we don't I feel like for most POC students we go through uni we go through education and you know there's not a lot of faces like us for us to recognize and you know feel like yeah I connect to that person or I have a place in fashion and this is where I'm going with things so it's it's like what do we do it's so hard yeah like how when there is like so few of us like what's the best option yeah definitely So, obviously, your final year will be next year, well, next September. So, what do you hope the next five years will look like for you?
1: Um, I hope to get more recognition for my work, and I hope to be able to just raise more awareness and work with charities like BLM um, and possibly magazine, black owned magazine publications, just to help inspire the younger generation um I believe like change can only start with the younger generation there's no point wasting your time on trying to change someone in their adult life you just have to let them be and you just have to focus on the younger generation because they're the future
0: yeah no it's true I feel like we do spend a lot of time you know trying to crack the code when it comes to adults (laughs) yeah who they are is it's there it's changing you know there's a lot of things you know from like our grandparents and even our parents that they're stuck in their ways and their views are very different from us and realistically the actual hope is with the younger generations and you know like yeah. our brothers and sisters and you know just getting as much information and help and that advice out to them is genuinely the way forward but it's great to know that you know you want to work with these charities and I really look forward to seeing what you do
1: Oh, thank you.
0: <laughs> so this one, like what advice would you give, you know, the younger creatives of colour that are maybe a little bit scared or on the fence about getting into the industry?
1: Um definitely just always be aware of what's going on within your specialism in your community. Um, it's so important to see other people um accomplish their goals and see how they're accomplishing them in order for you to reach your goals and work around some of the barriers that you might have within your industry so definitely pay attention to what's going on okay and lastly
0: what would you say to your younger self about where you are now especially with knowing like you had to go through things like the whole modeling that experience stuff like that what would you say to that person now
1: um, definitely be more open to understanding myself and my heritage. I was definitely really closed off about being black as a child because I was around so many white people. I didn't want to offend them. I didn't want them to feel uncomfortable. And it made me uncomfortable, the thought of them being uncomfortable because of me. So definitely be more open and just embrace being what I am, embrace my identity. That's really it's nice to hear that.
0: I know it's that's it's such a like personal question. Um it's always hard to sit and think like, what would I say to myself? <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, well, I'm here now, I don't really know. <laughs> but um yeah, so thank you, Tanisha, for coming and joining us today. It's been so great to listen to what you have to say and find out just a little bit more about you thank you um, for having me it's been lovely where can people find your work um and you know if they're interested to know more if they
1: just want to reach out to you and have a chat um I am in the process of restarting a Instagram for my work um it's not up and running yet so just for the time being my personal Instagram which is literally just my name um I'm always open for a chat so feel free to message me Okay, perfect. I'll make sure it's there for people to see. Um, So yeah,
0: it's so important for us as a community to really listen to one another in hopes of not only finding people we can relate to and connect with, but learn from from and ensure a better future in fashion for POC. Um, Thank you for listening to another LCF Unfiltered episode. Be sure to visit LCF or myself on Instagram to join in the conversation and get involved. Uh, Until next time. Join us next time where we'll be talking to Jeremiah Tutu. The industry does not dictate, it dictates to, and we are the dictators. I think that if we really want to see change in the industry, we have to change first. Thanks, and see you next time.